long vacation on a big fancy jet plane. There's only one thing that I want, baby, it's hard to find, and it's already mine. I don't need Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. Did you notice I said my whole name like I always do? <laughs> Sans, AKAs. This week we'll talk about the Monday show, Ali Ward Has a Cold, and the Thursday show, Canadian Colorblindness, Joe Cozala's Quizala, Dave's Nervous Carolers. But first, little Rafi, how are you? I've been better, but I'm feeling better. <laughs> that af- is good. After a lovely night out last night to Tam O'Shanter. How are you doing, Elizabeth? <laughs> I'm doing okay. We are sitting in Megan's apartment. Um, it's a Meganless apartment, but we're sitting here and we uh, fell asleep last night without recording anything after we went out to our nice dinner with Dr. J. Or maybe I fell asleep. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. My back's a little sore. I really like Megan's apartment. It's very, very cute. I don't think I've ever really been in here. Megan, just so you know, we trashed the place. (laughs) You're going to have some uh, work to do. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any shout outs, little Rafi? I sure do. Shout out to Tim, Ortez, Ray Morgan, Leanne Ward, and of course... The finest dames I know, Lisa and Jennifer, for such a lovely dinner last night. (laughs) I felt so bad when we got, when I came to Megan's house when I got here, and you're like, I feel like ass. (laughs) I thought, oh, cool. Exact words, but yeah. (laughs) I know, I I cleaned it up. Um, But but you made it through, and it was a fun dinner. You were correct. Um, My shout outs are to Brittany, also to David Huntsberger. He just sent me a bottle of uh, beer in the mail which was a nice little surprise and also shout out to bruised by dawn who has made some more beer and we're we're in the uh process of trying to hook up so that i can retrieve this beer also shout out to lauren kelly who sent some really nice little gifts in the mail um some candy which we did oh candy and some peeps which we tried last night with dr j and we recorded a little bit of that i'm sure it turned out well and she also sent me a Big Lebowski Christmas ornament, which is super cool. And shout out to Dr. Jen for meeting us out at Tam O'Shanter last night for a lovely dinner. Shout out to Jay Inslee for the funny texts, uh, Ray Morgan, Leanne, and a huge shout out to Superfan Megan for letting us stay at her house. Oh, yes, of course, Megan. Um, I was going to say, you're hooking up with men in exchange for beer, and you've got a sore back. I think it's time for an intervention. Oh! <laughs> that sounds like a party, actually. <laughs> also, I don't know if you could tell how much uh, we just probably just woke up and our voices are... There you go. <laughs> They're, uh, we're doing good. We're plugging along here. Uh, okay, let's talk about Monday, shall we? Let's do it. So Allie Ward was back 
delightful. I was so excited that she was back. I'm kind of surprised that she was on a Monday episode instead of a Thursday, but we got a lot of we got a lot of Allie, and and that's always a good thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> me 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 me. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to make your voice just about just right. You're sh- you're sticking it, aren't you? <laughs> sticking it. I'm having a truly for breakfast, just so everybody at home knows. If you hear any slurping, it's me trying to wake up with a truly <laughs> pineapple. It was great to have Allie Ward back. I can't believe it's been so long. I feel like, yeah, how long sh- has it been? It's well, I th- may- was she on a Thursday? Because I feel like it wasn't too long, but maybe it was. I don't know. She's so busy. Good for her. I know she really is doing everything. And at the top of the show, they Allison likes to give a termite update. I don't know how much it's needed per se, but I do like any kind of chit chat with her and Tony uh, at the top. I think it's, it's nice. It feels homey. Do you want there to be termites or do you not want there to be termites? I don't want there to be termites and I don't really want to hear about them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What, What I mean is, is, uh, but I do like the chit chat, so I'll take it. Maybe a little catching up between the two of them would be kind of fun. Yeah. No news is good news on the termites is where I stand there. Agreed. Okay. Uh, Allie, on brand, started the show with a pit check and <laughs> doing that before she was really introduced or welcomed. <laughs> I thought that was fun. It was very, it was very Allie Ward. That's a good sign for their friendship. I mean, you don't go pit check-in in front of strangers you know so i feel like ali would but yeah you're right i think there is a familiarity to just be like hey do you have any deodorant i can have <laughs> i forgot to put it put it on before i came to your house i think that's you're right i think that that, that shows that they're good friends um we got a little bit of an update on the not an update necessarily but the cookie dough guy she's still with him apparently he had a big change of life and is like a good boyfriend now which sounds really good good for her um but i kind of forgot all of the details of the backstory so it was kind of nice to revisit it unlike dr jen i'm not a big fan of this fella but i'm glad i'm not a fan of his clothing or his hair but if he makes (laughs) ally okay maybe we should have his short shorts oh my gosh i yeah i hmm yeah well hmm. good for her she's happy and he's younger than her Yes. Which it's like, go girl. Exactly. But she was saying that he was dating YouTubers before, and that seems very much like somebody, like, that sounds on brand for him. <laughs> well, he the reason I say Jen is a fan is because she used to watch him on something. I bet, some she, oh, I bet she did. <laughs> yeah. He was like some YouTube guy on some channel, and uh, so technically he's a youtuber and now Allie's sleeping with a younger youtuber oh how the tables have turned <laughs> so this led to the conversation about burning man coachella festivals in general um would you or have you gone to any of these things i've gone to a couple of music festivals but nothing on the scale of like coachella or burning man uh i would never go to either of those Allie was asking what you know which artists would have to perform for you to go and I just see the bands I like in regular places. Mm, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to fucking go and hang out with a bunch of dirty fucking hippies in a goddamn 
dust bowl. <laughs> well, that part sounds fun. But the fact that she thinks it's a bunch of rich people that are like pretending to be poor is spot on. I was talking to you earlier about a guy that I used to know that went a little nuts. And he's Mr. Bernie Man now. Used to be Mr. Rockabilly guy, then he's Mr. Bernie Man, and he has plenty, plenty of money. He's a trust fund kid, and but acts, but acts poor, and does these things, and builds ladybug cars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would, I would never go to any of these things. It's never, f- ever been something I thought, man, this sounds like something I totally want to do. When I want to go see the bands I like, which is pretty rare nowadays, because um, like I mentioned last night, I'm 43, about to be 44 in about a month. And this doesn't sound fun to me, standing out in the middle of wherever, like no band is good enough to me. But I would go see something, someone like someone playing a smaller venue where it's like more close and you can, I don't know, it's more comfortable. <laughs> like I said, I'm old, but... What band, like, if you had, what if there was a festival that had, like, three or four of your favorite bands all together? It doesn't even have to be the same genre. It could all just be, like, what What would it have to be for you to get out to one of these shitty festivals? It would have to be something that is not possible mm. to do. It, they would have to resurrect <laughs> the, uh, the Beatles. Obviously, oh. we know Paul is dead. So they'd have to resurrect him. And then John, and then George, and then they would have to resurrect Biggie. Wait, John is dead? (laughs) I like how you didn't even mention Ringo. I mean, he can keep it together, can't he? (laughs) He's alive. I know. He can uh, play all four parts. (laughs) And um, uh, who else? I don't know. It would have to be like if if science advanced to the point where they could resurrect the Beatles and Biggie, Mm. and then Biggie and Jay-Z were going to do like a couple of couple of tunes together yeah i would be interested but then the price would be so ridiculous that i wouldn't be able to go anyway so it would all work out in the end sell your soul to go to something like that i mean imagine if every stage was a different of one of your favorite bands and you can just walk from one to the other that would be like that would be epic and totally worth it plus there's men's restrooms you can get down on your knees and pay your way through it okay so um, much like you, for me to go to one of these festivals, you would have to go back in time and um, go back when people actually were alive still. And uh, I don't have anybody specific, but it would be like 60s, 70s folk. Like if I could just go back, like, like let's say like mamas and papas and like that kind of like group of people where they're just like free love and psychedelics. I think that that would be so much fun. But I like the Beatles idea. It would be cool to just, I don't know, I could go back and like, even like 70s singer-songwriter, um, or even more like 60s rock bands like the Zombies and like that kind of, I mean, that would be amazing. But yeah, going back in time slash resurrection slash, I don't know what, magic. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. Gotta get a mic on that. <laughs> Mike, my empty stomach. Oh, I'm sorry. It's got a little truly in there. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, anyway. So like you said before, Allie is really successful right now. She's really doing all the things that she's wanted to do. And they talked before on a different episode about her having, if she had FU money, like what would you do? And maybe not even necessarily that, but also just 
accomplishing things on your list of things that you've always wanted to do. And I wonder if putting it out there in the universe is what makes it easier to accomplish, or maybe that's the magic, or it's just all her fucking hard work. But um, I never thought about doing this, and a lot of successful people do this, where they have certain goals and they put they put it out there. Like I'm looking at, I'm not going to read it, but like the goals that Megan has set up for her, they're more financial goals. And I thought that's really cool that you're like you're putting it out there and you're accountable for it. Well, if you look right over there mm. on the back of her door, that is kind of her vision board. Oh, that's cool. So there's um, an Allison Rosen sticker. Uh, what's her face? The query host lady who I met in Denver. What is her name? I forget. And also there's like a double-sided dildo for some reason. Bunch of stuff on that. Oh, how did I miss there. that guy? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wonder, you know. How many of these things are uh, coming to fruition? I think many. I like the idea of people doing vision boards. I, once again, never did that either. So maybe this is our goal for the new year. We're going to have to revisit all, all of our New Year's resolutions from last year, by the way, and then make some new oh, ones. Oh, boy. That, that'll be next week. So you have a few days. Don't worry about it. <laughs> have you ever made a vision board? But it seems like you just do stuff that you want to do. I think that's cool. Of course not. I'm not going to make a vision board. And also, I'm not doing enough of the stuff I want to do. Mm. Or but Moving to California was pretty huge. Are you regretting it at all? Are you like, well, this place is just like that place except for my family's not here. Yeah, that's a plus. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shout out to you guys if you're listening. <laughs> the only time I regret it is when I look at my bank account and I'm oh. like, oh man, I used to have way more money than this and now I have not enough money to survive very long here. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, I just keep telling myself, eh, I'll, I'll just make more money eventually. But, yeah, uh, because you're a hard worker. You already yeah, have yeah. two jobs on deck yeah. and it's only a matter of time before the money starts rolling in and we can just go to Tam O'Shanter like every single week. I don't think I would go there every single week. I know, me either. But... Uh, <laughs> I think once a year is just right for that yeah. place. Yeah. So last night when we were there, I, I mentioned this could be a, the start of a new tradition, maybe a BFF gift exchange. I just remembered a dream I had last night about Allison. That's weird. Okay. Sorry. Tell us more. <laughs> I had a dream that, you know how we had one extra C because, oh, shout out to Scott Marquez. Hello. Mm. He was supposed to join us last night, but he had a last minute uh, plans with his, pa- or with his family. Um where was I going with this? Oh, there was an extra seat available. So we put all of our gifts on it, which was convenient. But I said, you know, maybe next year we'll have four people or five people. And every year we can just do a tradition of where we do a BFF gift exchange. I think that'd be super fun. No shout out to Walter Scott. (laughs) Who is more important? Your actual family that you literally could see all the time Mm. or your adopted internet family. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Zing. Well, uh, this led more... Okay. So, Allie's been checking stuff off of her list and accomplishing things, which is great. They start talking about procrastinators, and I wonder... I don't see you as a procrastinator, but are you? (laughs) I am a terrible procrastinator. When you came over yesterday, I was buying one of the gifts... (laughs) Uh, that I was going to exchange in just a few hours. Um, I always wait to the fucking last second, oh. and I wish I didn't. But like right now, I'm I'm working on some project, and I'm like, I should be doing that like nonstop and just get it over with. But instead, I'm like, eh, I'll do a little tomorrow, a little the next day, just chip away at it. But I could just 
you know, force myself to do it and just, it would be done already, but that's not my style. Oh, I think I'm somewhere in the middle because I don't like to procrastinate and have things hanging over my head. It really stresses me out. And then I end up forgetting about whatever the project is. And then it's like a year later. I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) Whoops. Um, But yeah, I like to try and like, I think chipping away at it though is attacking the problem, but not if you're not ever completing it. I don't know. I'm procrastinating about this conversation. (laughs) Let's talk more about the fact that uh, a whole bunch of innkeeper worms were washed up on the shore of California. And when I went to look at it, they're literally called penis fish. Literally called penis fish. Yum. Have you looked these up? I saw a picture of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty gross. They're so disgusting. (laughs) I don't know why they washed up onto the shore. It's probably because of fucking climate change and the earth is about to end. But a couple of years ago, we had some other things washing up like these red um like they look like little like giant crawdads they were like little shrimpy looking things but none of the birds were eating them it was really weird and it didn't smell it was the strangest thing when they were from mexico (laughs) build that wall (laughs) i know (laughs) if we can always only get that wall before that impeachment really really sets in (laughs) okay I'm talking about the fish because these penis fish are frightening. (laughs) Uh, I was thinking about that the other day about like the first time (laughs) you see a wiener. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was thinking about like every, if you're into that, most women will be seeing that at some point. And the shockingness of that must be like, I can't remember. I must have put it on my mind. (laughs) Because you're born with it, so like you know what it looks like. But then when you see like the female part, were you like shocked or frightened, or had you seen enough porn in your day? It's funny. I don't remember the first. Like, I guess I don't know where I would have seen a vagina for the first time, but it wasn't. I I don't recall it being weird. So probably not I, I i don't know maybe they taught us in school before i saw one i don't know the timeline but um yeah i have no clue <laughs> let us know out there what your experience was when you first saw the opposite opposite sexes uh undercarriage because <laughs> this is what i want to hear about <laughs> that makes two of us <laughs> well i was thinking about because like i was 15 okay so i did share that i saw my my dad's balls first by you know obviously by accident um and that was like whoa what is going on with that i didn't but that's totally different than the other part so yeah so i you know i was a little confused but um yeah anyway penis fish gross (laughs) when was the first time you saw another woman's vagina oh interesting you know what playboy Mm -hmm. my uncles and my dad always there's always some playboys lying around under like beds you know i would dig for them <laughs> in closets etc um just for the articles right yeah i was a really good reader <laughs> that was the last one. Oh, okay oh my god so they talked about bodies having clocks and i'd love to read more into this uh ali was saying that her butt has a clock and i think i'm really jealous of people that have that um god my stomach wants to growling <laughs> Uh, but I do wonder, like you being a truck driver, you used to 
work at night. And I think like the light and the dark really does play with your mind. So I wonder if it ever like changed who you were because of it. You know, oftentimes I would just be driving along in the middle of the night and I would start, you know, scratching and <laughs> and I would <laughs> transform into some kind of beast. Were you transporting muffin bottoms? <laughs> uh, and were they Mary Magdalene Spanish bottoms? No, boy. <laughs> Most likely. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, we talked about like how people in Seattle need to get those light boxes because they'll get depressed without the sun. And I wonder if your mood will be better being here and like working during the day and like switching things around. Yeah, I wonder if um, it's had an effect because I do feel more normal, but I don't mm. know if that's because I can go to sleep at whatever time I want and wake up at whatever time I want. And it's probably a mix of everything right now. Yeah. Plus you're a Cali boy at heart, I think is what's happening. Uh, yeah, oh. Apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how's your butt clock? It's on time? It's not as regular as Allie Ward. Um yeah, I'm jealous of people like like my husband. He wakes up, he goes. He comes home from work, he goes. It's like, it's always the same. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not that precise. Like I told you, I had to put it on my calendar because it's like, when was the last time? <laughs> this part of the conversation I really enjoyed, and this is something I'm so interested in. And I know we talked about the books that are out there, and then it's right out. It just goes right out the, the, my of my brain, <laughs> and I forget to look into it. But like the dynamics of relationships and like why you are with who with who you are oh my god did that was that a sentence i don't know whatever that maybe is already kind of ingrained in you because of your siblings and you have to be like i've always been the person that's trying to fix everybody and it's never like i need to change you it's i want to help people and try and like fix them because i'm trying to be nice not to try and like be the martyr or whatever but it, it is strange that like i was always trying to fix my sister and help her it was more like protecting it wasn't really fixing it was just like i just wanted to help her to help herself <laughs> and it backfired on me because you know she already had a mom and i was always just trying to like help everybody and it doesn't always work out but i wonder how much i'm well i know how much that translated into my relationship now <laughs> because i do feel like if you're a fixer, you're going to find somebody that's always got problems and it's always going to be an issue because <laughs> they found you for the same reason. Yeah. Um, you know, they say opposites attract, mm. but um, I don't think that is good. I agree. So don't do it. When I was in, I took a college class and it was, it was a marriage and family class and he said, that opposites attract, and he said, but the more healthy you are, and my therapist did not agree with this, but I totally agree with this, but he said the more healthy that you are, the more you will be attracted to someone more like you, not the opposite, because you're trying to fill the void of something that you're missing. So if you are more of a whole person, then you're going to be attracted to someone that's more whole. Got to fill those holes. I right. was going to say, you're just attracted to holes. <laughs> <laughs> are you a fixer or the problem, little Rafi? I'm, I've, you know, how long have we known each other? I'm just scratching the surface of getting to know you. Hmm. I don't know. I, I might be a little bit of both. Is that a possibility? I think they did say that sometimes you're both. 
and and I don't. I at first when she said, it, I was like, well, then you're probably more healthy if you both because you can help fix somebody, but then you also need a little help, and you can both help each other if you you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm perfect. <laughs> this is what we're getting at. <laughs> oh yeah, what was it? Oh never mind. <laughs> oh, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Let's see where we at next. Oh, so then they got to the questions portion, and I like that Whitney C. Uh, Allison said she always sends in her thoughtful questions, which I totally agree. I love hearing her questions. It was a little weird that her wasn't hers wasn't read first. <laughs> that always throws me off. I'm like, wait, but um, Alan White had a question about. Allie Ward, if she's a natural redhead, and I had no idea she was not a natural redhead. I had a sneaking suspicion, it's... and possibly someone mentioned it before. And I think I've seen older pictures of her where she had brown hair, but I just thought that that was the dyed version of her. I, I guess I don't, besides Lucille Ball, I don't see a lot of people changing their hair color to red. That's a weird choice. It's not a bad choice. It's just different. Can we expect to see you with a uh, crimson tinge to your uh, uh-huh. beautiful locks soon? Uh, when I first started dyeing my hair, I always had like a burgundy color. But her hair, the red, is like a natural looking red. In a way. It almost looks like she spruces up a natural redhead. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So whoever our hairdresser is uh, did a good job. I don't ever want red hair. Except maybe when I finally become 100% Peggy Bundy, then maybe I will embrace the red giant hair. But I I was just shocked by that, really. You're going to be like uh, Samantha on Sex and the City and try to dye your uh, pubes and look oh. like Bozo the Clown down there. <laughs> Vintage B. Shout out to you, Brittany. Great pubes. That's the mm. thing. I've I know. Never, I'm st- I have people say, oh, you, you're whatever. Yeah, I have what a few grays. I have oh! a few grays, but not down there. Yeah, you know, I guess I, I'm lucky. It's not something I ever think about, but like the more I get gray on top, um, my hairdresser on Thursday was like, "You're gonna need to come in soon because your roots are getting pretty gray." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I'm just too lazy right now. I don't give a fuck. Just straighten it." But um, I don't have them down there, and I never think about it. But I think when it finally happens, I'll be like, "Holy shit!" And by the way, nice cover. I know you're watching geriatric porn. Uh, well, I mean, that's neither here nor there, but... It's both here and there. <laughs> I like how your hairdresser's like, oh, you're going to have to come in pretty soon, those roots. It's like telling someone in their car, like, well, you better uh, bring that in pretty soon. Those yeah. brakes might give out, you know? <laughs> that like, is You true. want more money. I got you. Yeah, we get it. There was one time he was like, wow, you got a lot of gray. I'm like, oh, hey, I, I realize this just... You know, I had to pluck a couple in the middle because it's like, it looks like I have stuff in my hair. <sighs> but someday, I like when I see somebody with long gray hair, I'm like, that looks cool. I wish, I hope, I doubt it's going to happen. But having white hair, that would be awesome. Mm. Gray, mm, it's a little witchy. You could do, um, what is uh, what is that lady who has Marge Simpson looking hair and has like a thunderbolt of... Oh, the Bride of Frankenstein? Yeah. Yeah, I could totally pull that that one off. (laughs) I do kind of have the reverse since I have blonde underneath. Mm. I had him do a lot more blonde this time. It's it's really like I'm tiptoeing around becoming blonde at some point. My whole thing was I wanted to lose all my weight, my goal weight, and then I was going to treat myself to some blonde hair. That was my 
goal. And I'd have to fly out to Austin to see Brittany so she can do it. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I saw on Instagram, she'll come to you and your workplace and just trim your bangs there. So, Brittany, I expect you here to give me a little trim yeah. any day now. He's looking for trim, guys. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, and the little blonde underneath wouldn't oh. be so bad either. <laughs> that can be taken in so many ways, and I think you're going to take it in all the ways you can. <laughs> uh, anything else from Monday? Um, I don't think so. Oh, how do you feel about this massaging egg? Oh, Would you pay right. $3, I looked into it. $2,500 on sale for a massage chair? Uh, if I was Ali Ward, I totally would. I've recently been getting a lot of massaging mm-hmm. <laughs> equipment. So my daughter had like this issue with like her, she had a, a concussion and the doctor said she needs to get massages more. And I'm, I feel like I'm bit getting weaker as my age grows. And I don't like, I don't want to have to like squeeze her shoulders every single night. I was like, oh my God, but I will do it, you know, cause you have to. Anyway, so I looked into like they have these back massager things where it's like it hugs you and you can like put your hands in the slot and like it'll just give you a massage. So I got her one of those and it's super awesome. But the more I looked into it, I was like, oh, they have one for your feet and they have one for I have I've gotten a couple other ones since then. This is what I'm trying to say. And uh, they're pretty awesome. So I'm like the cheapo version of the Alley Ward. But I've seen the leg ones where you put your whole leg in and it's like air compressed, whatever. Mine are just balls. <laughs> um, but this sounds kind of odd. Like if I was her, yeah, for sure. Did you look at the pictures of them? They are pretty ugly. Um, I believe I saw this on Instagram. She mentioned her pal Simone Yetch is how she pronounces it. But mm. It's spelled like Gertz. Um, helped her disassemble it to move it. Um, oh, right. Her engineering friend or whoever she was. Yeah. Robotics lady. And she's a YouTuber, by the way. Uh, I, I think I saw it a long time ago. It looks like a robotic egg or something. Uh, not something I would like in my home. Me and Megan were talking about this. I I guess because I've never had a human massage. Um, uh Because <laughs> uh, I'm afraid it might move. Right. Oh, it'll move. Uh, and <laughs> I... So I don't know. But I have sat in some massage chairs and... Although it feels nice, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think it would do the same job as like a human. So true. I'm just like, ah, eh, it's too much money for something that is going to do an inferior job. So, <clears throat> so mas- massage chairs are very different. They are kind of, they are very like robotic and not very good. Like when I go get my nails done, I sometimes won't even turn it on because my back will hurt so bad the next day, but sometimes it feels good enough. Um, so that's a little bit different. I think like the way she was saying is like, you walk out of this thing with like F me hair, F me. I just got F'd hair. There we go. (laughs) And, but then also if you have that much money, maybe you just have somebody come to your house. Like my neighbors, they have a standing appointment with some guy that comes over to their house like every Friday or Saturday or Sunday or something. And it's just like their weekly massage, which is pretty nice. But if I had an extra spare room and extra $2,500, say or 15,000 or however much it was not on sale i think i might get one i would have a massage room (laughs) again i think if i was rich enough where i could afford the chair i'd probably would just go get massages every now and then yeah and going and getting them i've we've finally found a place where i feel comfortable going because you never know if it's a it's a 
jack off joint, but <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> but because I worry about that, I don't, that's not what I, you know, I want to go in for a legitimate massage and, um, there's a place right by my house that they do a really good job for very cheap. So then I feel like, are these people here legally and are they being held against their will? <laughs> um, but they give a very nice massage and it's totally, totally worth it. But, uh, but not having to leave your house would be even better. We get it. You know what? Let's just ask Allie if we can come over there. I thought the same thing. She says uh, she's letting people come on by when uh, she's out of town. So let's find out where she lives and make some friends. That should be easy. So I never told you about my dream about Allison, did I? I didn't get to it. Somehow I got really sidetracked. Mm-hmm. I think I was. we were telling her that we were down a person last night, that we only had three and we had an extra seat. And I said, I told her, you know, I was playing around with inviting you, but I didn't want to, you know, put that pressure on you. And she's like, oh, I totally would have. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's a dream, all right. Oh, I know. <laughs> Oh, but did you see anybody famous at Tamil Shanter last night? Not one person. There was one guy that we thought looked mm-hmm. like somebody. There but... were a few people where I was like, "Are you famous or are you my wait our waiter?" Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. by the way, our waiter. Are, are you supposed to say waiter anymore? Our server. He didn't really seem to be very excited that we were there. Can you blame him? Oh, we ordered a lot of food and a whole bottle of prosecco. I feel like we are worthy of his time. And we got the carolers to come around. That was really cool. They sang songs and opera was right in my ear. It was very cool. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just talking more about Tam O'Shanter instead of the Monday show because I think we're done. Should we talk about uh, something else like Thursday show? Let us not forget our newest segment, Childish Chat with LK. I could never forget it. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, everybody. This is Lauren Kelly with some Childish Chat. Um, (laughs) okay. So, um, in this episode, Allison was talking again about, um, her friend who enjoyed every minute of his vacation and, uh, and how she did not enjoy every minute of her vacation, but, um, and Toby, shout out to Toby. He started a a discussion on the Facebook group about that, about like, has anyone ever enjoyed every minute of their vacation? And like, it's just, you know, especially with kids, or maybe only with <laughs> like when you go on vacation with your kids it's all it's all about making have, making sure that they have a good time and trying to keep them happy and fed and get them their naps and so it's very difficult um and she mentioned also you know being being kind of depressed also and of course yeah that's going to follow you anywhere you go and that's totally understandable too Um, but it's too much to expect yourself to enjoy every minute of your vacation. Um, oh, and then they were talking about, Greg was talking about like, how would he become like a Jimmy Kimmel type? And, uh, but he couldn't be because he's, he's Greg. And then Allison was also wondering, like, should she be more careful what she says on her podcast? Like sometimes people ask her to remove something that they've said and she wonders if she should be watching more what she says um and greg says no and i say of course not we need allison to to say what she thinks which is you know what we love about her oh and greg mentions that he's going to do another charity comedy show and this one's for people with intellectual disabilities and that's so nice he does he does so much charity stuff it's really really cool of him and he was talking about roasts and allison was like asking 
you know, where's the line in a roast? And he said, like, there is no line. Like, you go as far as you want, I guess. And I cannot watch roasts. It is too upsetting. <laughs> it's just like, because they do go so far and so personal. And it's like, you know, everybody's laughing. But I just, I'm just hurting for, <laughs> for the person who's being roasted. Like, oh, my God, that's too much. Like, their their feelings are probably hurt. Like, so I can't, I don't like that. Um, da, da, da. Oh, and then... Allison was talking about reading a book with Elliot and there was a sad part where I guess I I don't know the kid got separated from his coconut or something and then Elliot was saying not alone not alone and being really sad and that was like another example of Allison um, feeling really strongly with him and and feeling she just really feels his feelings and it it upsets her to see him upset and I totally understand that I have certain books that I do not like to read like if it's more sad than happy or something you know I don't I don't like to read upsetting things with the kids Um, and in fact last night I was reading a book to my son William he was having a rough day and so I read to him a book uh, that I knew you know wasn't upsetting at all And it's a book that I read to him when he was much younger, too. So it's like, I thought it would be comforting. So I read that to him last night. And it was funny to read it, too, because it's just like a sweet, like, little kid book. Um, And it's about a puppy who's trying to find his way home. He's like, I think I'm lost. Can you show me the way home? And he asks all these different animals. And then the different animals all take them to their home, take the puppy to their home. And he's like, oh, this isn't my home. And, I mean, at the end, he gets home. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) Don't worry. And then William, my son, like, reading it to him now because he's older than the book is intended for. He's like, "Uh, Mom, he should specify, can you tell me where, how to get to my home? Because he's just asking them where home is. And so they take him to wherever they live. And so we were laughing at that. So, I don't know, it's really sweet when you read with your kids and kind of connect with a book. Um, And Allison was talking about the Angoras reunion at Sketchfest, and Greg was getting really excited about it, and Allison's really excited about it, Um, and it's so cool. So I'm excited for all you guys in California who get to go, and I can't wait to see pictures and hear all about it. Um, Oh, and one last thing, they talk about chicken sex and fertilized eggs and roosters and hens a lot on Childish. It's like a theme, kind of. People call in about it. I don't have too much to say about that. (laughs) Um, I love chickens. I wish that I could have backyard chickens, but I can't here. And I guess that's it for today. I hope you like it. Have a great day. Love you. Bye. Love that broad. (laughs) She's so rad. So this is I'm going to reiterate what I said last week that I don't need to listen to Childish because I can just listen to Lauren. Also, the fact that Allison is double dipping about the... Because she's talked about the conversation about uh, sharing... No. Which thing? <laughs> because she shares the same stories on both shows. Or maybe it's the live stream I'm mixing it up with. But I feel like we've heard this show or heard this topic already. And then it's like, oh, she's still talking about it on Childish too. <laughs> Um, but it's, uh, the chicken sex. I, maybe I do need to listen to hear what, what the hell that's all about, but, uh, uh, you listen, right? Apparently they, uh, put their butts together. I didn't know that. So I've had chickens before, but we're not allowed to have roosters. So as soon as we had, you know, we have one, we would have to find it a new home. Much like the puppy. I don't think it was the, the home it wanted to go to. 
<laughs> just kidding. Uh, but so I've never seen them have sex before, but chickens are red and I can't wait to have chickens again in, the, in our backyard because we can have them. Oh, I like it when on Childish, if she's talking about Elliot and reading stories and the different, just different events that are child related. I think that's perfect and um, nice to hear about that. Elliot's a little empathetic. It's cute. Shout out to Joanna. She has uh, chickens in the backyard. Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> Did I just get drunk? Is that a euphemism for something? Um, anyways, Lauren, we love you. And wish you could be here for Sketchfest. It's going to be so much fun. But you're going to be here for the group recording, which is February 28th, 29th, March 1st. Um, Jason Dix said he's going to try and make it out. So that would be awesome to meet him. And... I don't 100% know everybody that's going to be coming out yet, but I'm excited for it. It's, uh, what, in 10 short episodes. It's uh, it's coming up quick, all right. I know. It's the beginning of the year almost, and it'll be in the end of February. I mean, come on. I have to start cleaning my house now. I told, I told Lauren, I'm like, this once a year is when my guest bathroom is the cleanest it's ever going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I usually end up buying like new towels or something just because it's more fun. And then now I have like so many towels. It's like, do I need to do this again? I probably will because it's fun. Even though you bring your own, you don't have to. I'm going to buy, I'll buy you a black towel. Don't worry. Um, You can donate them to charity, I'm sure. Or... Ooh, that's good. Because I do donations all the time to the Vietnam vets. Is that what you mean? Or is there a certain place that will take towels specifically? Oh, I, I just... I mean, I don't give oh, charity. I'm I know. just saying Clearly. probably <laughs> You're no Greg Fitzsimmons. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I don't need a towel, but I appreciate it very much. So I'll get towels, toothbrushes, toothpaste. What else do we need besides alcohol and food? I was going to say alcohol and food. Oh, there you go. And like I was telling you before we started recording, a, new, a different coffee maker to accommodate more people drinking coffee. Mm. Meh. Uh, the Keurig is fine, I guess. All right, let's talk about Thursday. We were her little Magdalena's, or also known as Mary Spanish Muffins. Mary's Spanish Muffins or something? I don't know. I sent in by SMB on Patreon. Who's SMB? Can you guess? Some. I don't know who that would be. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a Magdalena? Maybe? Did you meet her through... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I've I've had like Mexican muffins before. I don't know if that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. I never thought of putting a name to it. So I feel like I know most people like the top of the muffin, but you're probably more of a bottom muffin guy. <laughs> uh, I prefer the top of the muffin. It's where all the flavor meets the something or other. <laughs> Explodes from the pan. It breaks free of the, there you go. the pan or something. Yeah. yeah. You know. I do know. <clears throat> I have muffin tops, so I know. <laughs> so let's see. <clears throat> oh, the beginning of this episode, and actually, what kind of was like uh, a thread throughout was my biggest nightmare come true, and them saying the M word, bag of M's, over and over again. I was like, holy shit. Thank God I'm not eating, but good God, man. I don't even remember that part, but uh, I guess it doesn't bother me. <laughs> They're talking about like being on The Bachelorette or being somewhere on a dating show and you're like, oh, I've got my bag of M's <laughs> and that's where it took a turn or something. I don't know. It went, it went, it was a bit that went on. Uh, it was interesting. And I was wondering the fact that Joe has arm pockets 
I wonder if that's where he keeps his bag of M's. Do you have arm pockets in your coats? I don't even know where an arm pocket would be, but okay, like on you the pass outside, the test. like on the shoulder? I guess. Cause oh, like, like a, where you keep a pen, like if you're a mechanic, maybe. Sure. But it's like a zippered pocket, and now after hmm. seeing pictures of him, he's not working on any cars. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I no, none of my uh, clothing has arm pockets. Good. Uh, David Huntsberger had sheepish carolers, and first of all, we had carolers at our table last night that Doctor Jen kindly tipped for us because you and i do not carry enough cash for carolers <laughs> also i don't care for carols so uh Ooh. they they got what they deserved oh <laughs> a 20 dollar bill generous, generous, a generous, generous, from a generous <laughs> oh that's her new nickname dr generous um so i guess that answers my question you don't care for carolers if have you ever had First of all, do you think these carolers were actual carolers or they're just casing the joint at David's? I, I don't. Re- I should have re-listened. I thought I listened to this twice, but apparently I don't remember anything that happened in this episode. Huh? Um, I'm glad we're doing a show about it. I don't know. I've never lived in a neighborhood where mm. we had carolers. Um, I feel like they would not be welcome in my kind of neighborhoods. Uh, mm. So I, I can't really say. So at our old house, and I'm surprised we don't have them at our house. Did we get any? At our old house, we had some come and we were like, shut the lights off. Get behind the couch. <laughs> don't let them know. It was like somebody was selling something. We were like, fuck that. But um, there's been some times where we grew up a little bit. And I res- not respect's not the word. I can appreciate the fact that people revel in this Christmas holiday and tis the season by trying to share the joy with their voices. And I think that's nice. It's uncomfortable, though. Yeah. The the whole time they were singing at us in the <laughs> restaurant, I was thinking, what am I supposed to look at? I know. What am I supposed to do? It feels weird to just keep eating. Yes. Um, and that's all I wanted to do was so keep eating. I just tried to... Uh, well, luckily, Enjoy. I wasn't facing them, so it was very. It was awkward for it was awkward for everybody because if you're facing them, you don't know who you're, what you're supposed to look at. Do you look at their wiener? Do you look at their? Do you sing along? Do you just nod your head? Like, what are you supposed to do? Maybe I'll cut that wiener part out. Um, but they were right behind my head, uh, facing my the back of my head. So I wasn't. I didn't have the awkward like eye contact thing, but I had the awkward like turn and like acknowledge. Like, get a crook in my neck. Oh, you are singing very nicely right behind my head. And I was thinking about this this morning. There was an empty seat. They could have come around to sing to all of us. Yeah, but I think because Jen wanted that song, they were like, let's direct it at her. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because otherwise they would have directed it at me and they can tell that I am Scrooge McDuck himself. (laughs) And you're like, can you play some mariachi? (laughs) Did I say that right? (laughs) Sure. Uh, which is also, like we said before, uncomfortable when you're trying to eat tacos and like, I love mariachi music, but please, I don't want to be sung to while I'm eating. It's very awkward. I don't know what to do. I know you're supposed to tip. So are you supposed to like stop eating and then dig through your purse to get some money? I don't know. I'm confused by the whole thing. And how much are you supposed to tip? Dr. Generous gave a lot, but I would be like, here's $2. (laughs) move on i mean there was a few of them they did a really good job they did i feel like 
It made me wanted to <clears throat> clear my pipes and really belt a few opera <laughs> songs out. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is your uh, tip for a singing group? Uh, if it's like five to ten, mm. then hashtag cheapskate. <laughs> and if it's, uh, <laughs> you know, 20 and up, uh, hashtag I'm with Dr. Jen Uris. <laughs> So the the table next to us, they asked for, I feel like, multiple songs. And I saw the guy give a 10. And I'm like, okay, I think that's what we need to give. I did not have a 10, though. So I was just like, no, we don't need a song. Just keep moving. And then Dr. Generous, of course, had her money ready. So she's like, oh, we'll hear a song. And we're going to hear my favorite song. And so that was perfect. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, you think $10 is cheap, Skate? I think 2 to 5 is cheap. 5 to 10 is I think 10 is where the tables turn. That's why I said 5 to 10. Uh, okay. 5 to 9.99. Yeah. <laughs> what if you give it all and change? <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Like if I were a foreigner, like let's say, and I just had if. a pocket full of <laughs> Filipino pesos, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many I give you, you're going to be insulted. Yeah, that's true. Because how do you even make the exchange? Like here's, do you bring a bag or you put it in your like, <laughs> in your pants pockets and dump it out like Kramer. Yeah, that was a really fun night. I know we keep referencing it, or maybe I do, but uh, it was a lot of fun, and I think we need to do it every year. And uh, I already said that, so I guess we can keep moving on with this fucking show. So apparently Dave and Joe have been to the... Or is it Tony? I don't know. I'm going to get them all mixed up. But like we're at the same Thanksgiving party at separate years, which is kind of cool that they all know the same people. But that came up with the bag game, which is interesting to play games at a Friendsgiving. I think this is why I don't like calling it Friendsgiving because this is what it turns into is now we have to have games. But um, I think I want to have this game at the group recording. <laughs> Do you? Did you understand the bag game? No, it does not sound familiar. What is this game? You're like, try to grab it with your mouth or something. I feel like that might be paper cuts waiting to happen, but... I didn't really follow along and I thought, you know what, if we do it, I'll have to re-listen to like really understand or maybe I'll just like, you know, slip into someone's DMs about their bad game. Yeah, I have no clue what is going on with this bad game. Will you play? Of course. Okay, good. I have some prizes I and you have some stuff I need to give away that's Allison related. So maybe I'll parlay this into something for the group recording. <clears throat> so Allison mentioned that anytime... Canada or Canadian is in the show title that she has a spike in listeners. What do you think the reason for this is? I think there's a secret mm. band of Canadian fans that are not vocal on Twitter, but are just very diligently downloading each and every episode and sharing it with their friends. And uh, I think we need more Canadians to be out and uh proud about the fact that they listen to her show we don't we uh micah and toby and hansy and whoever else is up there uh get in contact with us we need some yeah. more canucks on this show and mika apologies for him mispronouncing your name but also also no she also well also when she was on the show with shira and i realized it's shara the whole time and i was calling her shira and mika so i could be totally fucking wrong which is probably true. But she just came out with some... Uh, I don't know. She's been working on some project. We haven't heard from her in a long time. music. Thank uh, you. Go to... I forget her Twitter name. At Mikazilla, Or am I mi mixing that up with no, the other? No, a different one. At Mika DIY. That sounds about right. Something like that. 
Uh, yeah, shout out to you, Mika. We haven't heard from you for a while. Uh, also, shout out to Toby, our resident uh, Canadian, that he shows up. Absolutely. Oh, Allison was talking about something about how she's... She, it was before she talked about taking her antidepressants. She was talking about something, and Tony dropped the I'm crazy drop, and David's quote... That, that it was Jeff level perfect was amazing. Um, but then Allison went into the fact that she is taking switching antidepressants and then Tony felt bad <laughs> for uh, playing that drop. Um, but he's, he's trying to up his game a little bit. He had a couple of good ones this, this week. Yeah. I love hearing drops and uh, Tony's getting in the groove there. So Allison switching antidepressants has uh, has some horrible side effects like diarrhea, apparently. Didn't she just have a huge bout of diarrhea, like a situation? Yes, but I don't remember why. Yeah, I don't know if it was food poisoning or... Oh, I think she was just sick. Oh, yeah. But uh, the fact that changing... Like, if something like a pill or whatever that I'm trying to help my brain gave me diarrhea, that would give me also depression (laughs) (laughs) can't win with you lisa either you're blocked up Mm. or or nothing apparently well yeah pretty much uh except for when i drink that that helps my butt clock work pretty well (laughs) don't remind me of choice again (laughs) how did we not shout out choice why does it have to come to hot lava diarrhea for us to (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Trice. We love you. And uh, he's doing all this work for Sketchfest for us all to get together. And I'm pretty fucking excited about it. Uh, okay. Joe's uh, quiz, which I thought was very cute, called the Quizala. Uh, how did you do on the learn nothing about Joe quiz? Let's look it up. He had six questions. I got four out of six correct. Whoa. So you know little or everything about Joe because the quiz was really learning nothing about him. Uh, I got zero out of six. <laughs> I couldn't even guess it correctly. Um, I, I think six is a better number than 10. It was a fun quiz because they actually, a lot of times when they plug away at the quizzes, they're just going from question to question and they don't really let time for talk or whatever. But this led to like so many conversations None that I can really recall at the moment, but just the fact that they had like all these conversations where I'm like, are they still doing the quiz? This is kind of fun. They're just chit-chatting and uh, shooting the shit. Yeah, there should be like a base set of rules Mm -hmm. for the quizzes. I think five for starters. I think six is a good amount. It's good. Um, And also, if it's multiple choice, it can only be four. Sorry, Daniel, we don't need A, B, C, D, and E, and occasionally an F. I think I did that when I did my quiz. I'm like, <laughs> A through M. <laughs> um, yeah, but it it was a good quiz. I don't remember any of the questions, but I did pretty well. So, Yeah, he was talking that. about you know where he did stand up first, and then oh, uh, we don't need when he showered... Um, what thing oh, he's yeah. not had f- like <laughs> asthma or <laughs> I mean, I like to think that uh like I, I could not come up with very many questions for my second dairy quiz. Right. Um but I would come up with something better than what time did I shower today? That day. Yeah, it's not even like this is something you're gonna learn about him forever. This is just what you're learning about him for the day. <laughs> like 
an even better question would be like, you know, I had I had um three tecates and a shot of tequila last night. What time did I poop today? <laughs> or what time did I wake up today? That would have been much better. We what need... time did I wake up and what time did my butt wake up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little bit more fun because what time did you shower is like So you showered at noon? Like what's even the point anymore? Uh the other day I showered at like four thirty PM. That's weird. That's like And then I ended an old up man. Uh, going to a fantastic comedy show that oh, you guys comedy. Uh, won't get to hear about. Is it the one you were talking about last night? Yeah, baby. Oh, oh no, no. Not uh, not oh. the Megan one, the other one. Yeah, the DM slippage that you want to <laughs> you want to have. Uh, I, <clears throat> I was surprised to hear. So this is all before I've even seen a picture of Joe. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm not on social media that much that I don't see pictures of people anymore. But uh, he said he was 5'6". Uh, that was surprising to me. But then after seeing his picture, I was like, whoa, his voice does not match his, his look at all. I don't think. I think I picture like a bigger, just a bigger guy. He has like a very deep voice. I was sharing with you um, that I've had a couple of physicals in the past few weeks mm. and they measured me and I lost an inch, Lisa. Where were they measuring you? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was my waist, but it was not. <laughs> It was my height. I was 5'9 at one point. Were you in the pool? <laughs> so you were 5'9 and now you're 5'8? You and I are the same. Well, I'm 5'8 and a half. Well, I was. It's been a while since I've had a physical though. <laughs> I th- it was. It really was shocking to me because she's like, you're 5'8. And I was like, what? Oh. She's like, yeah. And she's like, get up here again. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, all right, let me stand up straight this time and, you know, try to. And I was like, nope, 5'8. And I was like, what the fuck? What She's happened? Like, oh, you lost an inch. Well, it's probably my terrible posture oh. and goddamn compressing my spine or and something. And sitting and driving all the time? Yeah. It ain't good for you. Can you take, um, what's that exercise that everybody does that makes you taller? Um, Sleeping upside down like a vampire bat? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's why I'm so tall. Uh, no, Pilates. Isn't that like stretch you out and like you gain inches where you want to? Hey, shout out to Beyonce. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that's where I was at. I was thinking of a Jay Z lyric. That's why. Oh, does he make her grow? I mean, does oh, she make God. her him grow? <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, yep. I failed the joke quiz, but I think that's fine because I think we all did. <laughs> it was fun. It's nice to get to know him. I'm glad he was on the show. I'm glad David was on the show. It's kind of fun. I kind of like it when it's all women and Allison or all men and Allison. I th- I feel like Allison is a different person with that dynamic and they're both very fun. I think she opens up in different ways. When it's a mix, she's a little bit more... I think she doesn't talk... Uh, not doesn't talk. She doesn't open up as much. And I agree with Lauren and with uh, this one time, Greg Fitzsimmons, that Allison definitely needs to open up more on, and be more of herself on her show. And I can't imagine her being less open about things because that's why we love her. She could be more open. So could you. I could not be more open. <laughs> okay, I, I was talking to myself. There. <laughs> okay, so J- Jimmy thinks he should be. Jimmy wants to be a more open guy. All right. Jimmy wishes he was taller. <laughs> Jimmy wonders why he lost an inch. <laughs> Jimmy wishes he was a baller. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end on inches and ballers. Uh, actually, oh, sorry. Do you have anything else? Uh, more uh, little, anything else from Thursday? 
That's One just last thing. Poking the tip of your tongue. Daniel was not on this episode, was he? No. He did the intro and then he had to babysit. And I reiterated on Twitter that I'm good at sitting. Um, I enjoy all of the various dynamics of the Thursday show. When it's gal chat heavy, love it. When it's rare, but when she has all female guests, it's yeah. a great dynamic. When it's all dudes, great. If Daniel's there, love it. If he's not there, still love it. I think switching everyone up, including Daniel, it adds something to it for me because I'm never going to get the same show every week. You know, different people. It's like it's it's like different ingredients, Lisa. Oh. You know, you got your salt and your pepper. That could go in anything. But, uh, you know, you start uh, and some paprika <laughs> and uh, you got yourself a stew there, pal. <laughs> okay, pal. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I like I like all the dynamics. I wish, as much as I love Daniel, I do wish he would take more weeks off because I think Allison definitely comes out more. Uh, and it's less bickering, of course. <laughs> but I love Daniel. And I think that he would have joined us last night for a drink. I think we should have invited someone. Renee? Yeah. T-Zone! When I told, yeah, we pre- those two, I think I would have been okay with. When I told you I was going to try and invite Allison, you're like, that would be so uncomfortable. And so, you know what I did? I sat and thought, like, put myself in that moment of like, we're, I, I had a martini and a bottle of um, Prosecco. And I was thinking like, okay, I'm going to be sitting here, like plowing away at this prime rib and Allison's going to be sitting there. Like, I think about how nervous I am when we just talked to her for a few minutes at a sketch fest or a pod fest. And now we're going to sit and have dinner with her? And we think the carolers was uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I actually, yeah, I would not want anyone else there unless it was someone we know, like, you know, Megan Scott or whatever. But because it was such a great dinner um, and, you know, Lisa, I, I love yes, you sir. for you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <But> when, <laughs> Never good. Never when you good start time. insulting people at neighboring tables i oh, think is Jesus. when allison would be like these are my fans <laughs> and me and jen can only uh wrangle you so much <laughs> i think she'd be like these are my fans <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what comes over me well i mean i know what comes over me but i don't know why and like when we were out taking when we were having our little snack chat oh i forgot well we'll just add the, the chat snack later um and i start talking about people that are walking by like i don't know what ha- what happens to me like i feel like they can't hear me or something i don't know what it, what it is Besides the alcohol. <laughs> well, like, I know. Why does that bring that out of me? I don't know. You know, it's, I always say, when oh, the henny's in the system. God. Yeah, and henny's never in my system. <laughs> it's literally never. I don't think I've ever had it. So for the group recording, I should probably have some. Oh, I had some when we soaked the um, the gummies. The gummy bears. Yeah, it tastes a little bit like I thought it would. It tastes Crap. like alcohol. Yeah. By the way, those gummy bears were really good. I think I made them again with vodka. Just the vodka ones. And they were so good. <laughs> I'm freezing tits over here. I don't know about Are you? you. Yes, I don't Fucking know why. hot as hot as... Uh, well, you, uh, are, you are wearing your Iraqi sweatshirt over there. I know. As much fun as I make of um, gray and it being the color of giving up, I <laughs> once I proclaim that and Lauren texts me, she's like, oh, look at the color I'm wearing today. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm glad I made fun of that on the show. <laughs> and then I looked in my closet. And I'm like, I have three. I have one sweatshirt from Brittany that is Heather Gray. Heather Gray? No, Heather is the one I like. This is... No, is this Heather Gray? That's Heather. Yeah. Heather Gray is the one that's bland. Um, And 
I have this Twin Peaks sweatshirt that my friend sent me. I wouldn't have picked it because it's gray, but I like it. It's fine. And I have like one other item of clothing that's Heather Gray. And um, so maybe I shouldn't talk so much shit is what I'm trying to say. All you're missing is a meatball stain from yesterday. <laughs> oh, I'm not missing that. I clearly <laughs> have that. It's more of like in the shape of prime rib. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's end on meatball stains on my chest. Shall we? <laughs> Just bouncing right off. All right. If you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. I'm sure we could accommodate you. We're pretty accommodating people. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. I will start getting on Twitter a little bit more. And I'd like to get back on Facebook. The Facebook group, join us there. I totally missed Jen Stark's birthday maybe like three weeks ago. I'm like, man, I need to be on this more often because belated can only be a couple of days when it's a couple of weeks it's like you gotta wait for next year <laughs> but happy birthday jen stark and i hope to get to see you um when i come up to washington in the in the coming year uh, yes. little Rafi, where can we find you <laughs> freezing my tits off in megan's apartment as usual bffs uh you're the best thank you good night and listen to a little chat snack with dr j Rafi, and i and uh, thanks to lauren kelly adios Special BFF post Tam O'Shanter yes. chat snack recording here with uh, Rafi, aka Sick as a Dog, oh. and our host oh. Lisa. Don't call me late for dinner, Lowry. <laughs> Please don't ever call me late for dinner. Uh, yeah, we're on location at Tam O'Shanter, uh, Allison Rosen location. And, and we. Big special guest. And that didn't sound right. Great special guest. <laughs> um, clearly, Lisa has been drinking. Our Yorkshire pudding in the hole is <laughs> Doctor Zen Jen. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Why are you doing a one nine hundred voice all of a sudden? Oh, she always does one nine hundred numbers. Hello, everybody. <laughs> So, we're doing a very special chat snack sent in by Lauren Kelly, everyone's favorite BFF. Yep. She sent Holiday Mike and Ike's and Gingerbread Peeps. I have already broken into Mike and Ike's at home. What? I said, don't lie. I'm not. You're I've had them. Fresh. No, no. Nope. Okay. Never, um, yeah, I've had never had them. And I, Why would you I eat ever? And I, I for sure. I wouldn't know that the lime sucks ass and the <laughs> other ones are very fine. Oh, I can't wait to taste these uh, virgin Mike and Ikes. All right. Oh, let me hand them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of dark over here and I'm not referring to Lil Rafi. Oh, there you go. Our... Okay. Dr. Jen is so removing her home. earrings. She's gonna go on a fight. She <laughs> is about to beat someone's ass. Here. No, it's just in the night. Yes. Okay, so this is this is the holiday punch and the cherry that you got. So what are we trying? What okay, are we and then first? also so the light one is the is lime, the lime. and the that. dark one is the good one. Oh, he <laughs> thinks that for most things. Many things. Are we trying the? Oh shit! You just toss them all over the ground. More for the oh, birds, there baby. We go. There are we, we trying go. the? Which one are we trying first, Lisa? Let's try the. Nope. Let's try the oh, lime first because um, apparently it's the most disgusting. Are you going to eat it? <laughs> I'm fine. It tastes like lime. Yeah. It's a hair urinal cakey. 
Oh, come on. They don't have a bad way. In no, a good no. way? Hell is it? You're not getting ever good. I, you know, I was not bothered by it until you said that. <laughs> it's a, actually, it's not urinal cakey. It's actually like a tad. Um, okay, I don't like it anymore. It's not bad. No, oh you're my god. Not. Little Rafi just spit it out. Did you put some. All right, don't blind me with a flash. <laughs> All right, okay. let's do cherry next. No, I just put the other one. But by the way, <laughs> no, the dark green one. The fact that. Mike and Ike's tried to prepackage a merry mix and said lime, cherry, and holiday punch. Go fuck yourself. Because oh. you know what? All of the other Mike and Ike's, they went above and beyond with like the banana split and the everything else with all the different flavors. This one, they're like, um, people will buy it because it's got a snowman on it. But you know what, Lauren? We love you. <laughs> Thank you for buying it because there's a snowman on it. It's the Mary Mix. Shippity bippity boppity boo. All right, cherry? Cherry? No. Mmm. Mmm. He's not. Mmm. That's, that's my favorite one so far. So, okay, so that tastes like cherry, but here's the thing lime and cherry, not a Christmas flavor either. <laughs> well, cherry, I guess. <laughs> Didn't you guys just have a cup full of cherries in the restaurant? Didn't we just pay for a cup full of cherries that we did not consume and left it on the table? Yeah. Yes. All right, let's do the holiday punch. I'm about sure to holiday did. punch somebody else. Oh. Mm. I'm mm. about to holiday punch that guy right there. Mm. Right. Stop it's, faking it's, it's it. It's so good. Little Rafi is said that a time or two in my lifetime. Good at faking it. I would say holiday punch. Is much like Kramer. All of them. He's faked it. The holiday punch is delicious. You know, sometimes it's just enough already and you just want to go to bed. You faked it? Right. You. I'm ripping into faked some... Faked with me. So the Peeps... Peeps... I have came... my knife if you need it. No, I can rip through them. But Peeps came from Pennsylvania. So that's right here in the package. Oh, look, Bethlehem. <laughs> it's actually from the city that she's from. My new essay, Lisa. Okay, Ooh, but they're a, PA, they're a PA snack. So Pennsylvania is at fault for peeps, is what I'm saying. I love peeps. Oh, well, then you're going to be I the one I was thinking that earlier. I was like, I think Jen likes peeps. Love them. I think they're kind of disgusting, but you know what? You are. I am disgusting. <laughs> God, if you only knew. Should we? But put you a... know, these peeps are maybe gingerbread uh, people. Wow. Oh, well, I'm not trying to be gingerbread. Gingerbread people are people too, huh? Wait, I'm what? I don't know what's going but on. But I don't know if they're gingerbread flavored or. Oh, they oh they're in the shape of a gingerbread. You don't know if yeah. it's flavored. Let me. Okay, I'm gonna do the smell test. Oh. Oh, that smells good. Smell. That smells good. I I couldn't smell anything. It smells like gingerbread. No, it smells like oh, brown yeah, I got sugar. It. I got it now. And cinnamon. Yep. That's delicious. Whoa. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Take it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. They taste fresh. It tastes like brown sugar and cinnamon. <laughs> With ginger. <laughs> She's getting the ginger now. <laughs> oh, these are delicious. Those actually aren't that bad if I liked mar marshmallows. But the, the <laughs> fine dusting of like that sugar coating on the outside the is nice. very similar to how Peeps used to taste. Oh, maybe but, that's mm. the, the difference. Because usually Peeps to me are very stale. But now they like, you know, I don't know where they come from. The ones we get. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like coarser texture. This is very good. Those are really very, actually pretty tasty. Rafi, you want to taste one? Yeah. Mm, okay. If you like marshmallows, which you I don't. don't. like these. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they're pretty good. Wait, you don't like marshmallows at all? I do. I love you it. You do. Do you like marshmallows? Toasted in a s'more. Oh, it's, like. it's decent. I, I don't <laughs> love it. Oh. But it's I I could eat these if I were starving. Oh, they're looking for Jen again. Keep going. Those are actually really really good. Um, with a cup of tea, perfect. Just I would put it like on to. The top of your tea and let it melt a little. Oh. I would like to put a toothpick in their hands and stick them in the microwave like they were doing the peep duels. But these are men, and I don't like animal cruelty. Why do you think they're men? Because they have wieners. They're gingerbread men. Mm. Where did it say men on That's there? Let's open it. the package. These are gendered peeps. <laughs> Non-binary peeps. This is gin gingerbread. Oh. Just a gingerbread. Right. Never mind. Oh, oh, oh. oh hold Sorry, on. I'm not hold holding on. the mic right. Small print. I see man. Where? Men, right there. Boom, men. Gingerbread flavored gingerbread men. Uh-huh. So eventually these are going to be But did you ask them what they feel like people. they are? No, you just Do they identify it. as a man? You don't know. I don't see a wiener. I just put his head in my mouth and I ask no questions. All men have wieners. This is taking a very weird turn. <laughs> well, that's all of our snacks. He put the head in his mouth okay, and didn't bye. ask any questions. <laughs> Most of our town is here. With friends and family They're packing up the breezes With gifts and bikes and skis I don't need the trimmings I don't